Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everyone, this is the Millionaire Hippies Podcast with your host, Boom Shika, where we chat about spirituality, business, and health. We all want to live self-actualizing, fulfilling lives with joy, prosperity, and gratitude. Let's go on this beautiful journey together. Hey everyone, my name is Boom Shika, and I welcome you to the third segment in my podcast series. Uh, Today I'll be speaking about fear and um, how I felt when I first quit my job. So I quit my job and I remember the day so clearly. It's etched on every single cell in my memory. It was a day where, you know, my heart was pounding, um, my mouth was dry. I was was so filled with fear you couldn't imagine. Um, but that wasn't the day that I decided I'm going to quit. I actually decided I'm going to quit my job uh, in the beginning of the year of 2016. And I don't know when you're listening to this, but um, I had just come back from a full moon party in Kofanyan. And I noticed all these individuals who were so free and so uh, abundant. They had, uh, you know, they had a lot of, uh, they had good income, uh, they had time freedom, they had location independence. They were living lives of fulfillment, and I looked at my own life, and I looked at where I was, uh, and I was living a really, really nice life. I mean, I was very uh, successful, I, I was comfortable, um, but I was definitely not living my ideal life. And so I, I decided that I was going to quit my 9-to-5 job and, you know, live a life that I actually truly want to live. I had been chasing money for so long and I finally decided chasing money all this time hasn't given me anything I'm not even really that rich after all this chasing and I'm 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 still I was still really poor so what was the point of it all I'd rather if I'm going to be poor anyways why not live a life of fulfillment and joy and abundance the way I want to live my life you know so I decided that I'm going to quit the funny thing is that I would go into work every day uh, I wouldn't be able to concentrate and everyone noticed that you know I was kind of losing it. My boss noticed that I was losing interest in my work. Uh, I had meetings with her where she you know, tried to figure it out. And the main thing that was going on in my head all day long, I'd be sitting at work, staring, up into, staring at my computer screen, you know, trying to do work, and all day long there was the same repetition in my mind. My soul, my innermost self, my true self was kept on you know, saying the same things over, over and over and over again to me, saying that, Shakai, you need to quit this job. You need to start your own thing. You need to quit quit this job. You need to start your own thing. And it was just this mantra that was in my head that kept on repeating. And I knew if I didn't listen to my voice and if I didn't do what I was supposed to do, and this was absolutely necessary, you know, you have, I had to listen to my voice. I couldn't. 
Um, if I didn't do it, then I would be stuck in the cycle forever. I'd be living a life of mediocrity. I'd be living a life where I wasn't feeling fulfilled, where I was not living my true life. I wasn't using my true gifts, uh, and I was chasing after money, and you know, money would always be elusive. You know, so I was living as Hal Elrod calls it, a level ten life, and I was determined that in 2016, I would at least start the process towards living my level 10 life, my ideal life, you know, the life that I dream about every single day. I was determined that 2016 would be at least the beginning of living that life. I didn't realize how quickly it would manifest. Uh, and I, I, I mean, I'll talk a little bit more about that, but it's just absolutely amazing. Uh, as soon as I decided that, you know, my voice was like, all right, okay, you're going to do this, you're going to do this. So every single day for three months, um, I finally quit on March 22nd, but every single day for three months, I would get up every morning, I would go into work, I would sit in a conference room, and I'd give myself a pep talk. You know, Shaka, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this. <laughs> over and over again, I, I am sure if someone was overhearing my conversation with myself, they would think I was absolutely insane, but it was basically me pepping myself in order to quit. Now, I've thought about those moments a lot since then. I've thought of, I thought about those moments while I was going through them, and I just wondered to myself, what am I so afraid of? I've quit my job in the past. Uh, I've quit my job a couple of times uh, to go travel for you know ten months at a time, and I was I was afraid. I was definitely afraid. But the level of fear I was feeling right now was incomparable to the level of fear I felt when I quit my job to go travel. So why was that? What was the difference? Well, I kept on analyzing the situation and I just wondered, what was the difference? Why am I feeling so much extra fear this time around? What is it about? And why? I mean, what is this fear about? What am I feeling? Why is it coming up? And it's really interesting because one of my really good friends, Jan, actually sent me this text. Uh, it's from a book called The War of Art. And by Stephen Pressfield. And if you haven't read that book, I promise you, you I mean, I swear to you, you have to read this book. It is absolutely one of the most powerful books on this planet, especially if you want to quit, quit your job and become an entrepreneur, you want to quit your job to follow your dreams. And so this is what it is. I just want to read it out to you guys. Resistance feeds on fear. We experience resistance as fear. But fear of what? The question I ask myself. Fear of the consequences of following our heart, fear of bankruptcy, fear of poverty, fear of insolvency, fear of growling when we try to make it on our own and of, of growling when we give up and come crawling back to where we started, fear of being selfish, of being rotten wives or disloyal husbands, fear of failing to support our families, of sacrificing their dreams for ours, fear of betraying our race, our hood, our homies, fear of failure, fear of being ridiculous. Fear of throwing away the education, the training, the preparation, and those that those we love have sacrificed so much for, that we ourselves have worked our butts off for. Fear of launching into the void, of hurtling too far out there, fear of passing some point of no return, beyond which we cannot recant, cannot re reverse, cannot rescind, but must live with this cocked-up choice for the rest of our lives. Fear of madness, fear of insanity, fear of death. And I read that, I was sitting, I remember it so clear, I was sitting there and I had tears in my eyes because all, there were at least 10 or 15 things in that you know, list that resonated so clearly with me, but the main one that stood out was the fear of telling my family, the fear of you know, all of the disappointment that's going to be laid, in, laid out to, to me because of the fact that I'm going to tell them 
that, you know, your daughter who has an MBA who is, you know, capable of becoming a CEO of a company or becoming, you know, CMO in marketing, whatever it might be, is going to quit her job and going to pursue her own thing. And it's just that, that, that fear that I was feeling wasn't because I was afraid. I was afraid to start my own thing for sure. And I felt a lot of resistance to that. And that's, again, that was a big, big part of it. But the major, the major, major part of it was because I had to tell my parents that, you know, you, and I feel their disappointment just, you know, radiating in waves towards me. And uh, I've always been the kind of person who's always done her own thing. And I've felt a lot of disappointment from them from a lot of different ways. But for some reason, this felt specifically different because uh, for the first time in my life, I had a really, really great, solid relationship with them. They were proud of me. They were feeling good. They were, you know, happy with where I was going. And I knew that as soon as I told them, um, I would I would be devastated because they would be devastated, you know. And because I loved them and I know how much how many sacrifices they took to bring me to where I am, I knew that they would be so disappointed and I would feel terrible. I would feel like a terrible human being. And once I realized that, you know, this, I was sitting there with tears in my eyes, I realized, you know, this is the reason that I can't quit. Um, it's because I don't want to hurt my parents. And as soon as I realized that fact, as soon as I realized what was my fear, what was keeping me back, I knew that I had to do it. Because it was just unfair to me and unfair to them. If I didn't go forward with this, you know, if I didn't follow my heart uh, and do what my soul was telling me to do, this is my calling, this is what I was supposed to do all of my life. I've ignored it for so long and that's the reason I've been so restless and the reason I haven't accomplished anything is because I haven't been following my heart. And if I don't follow my heart, I'm going to die on the inside. So it's not fair to me. It's not fair to them either because if I didn't do something because of them, because I was afraid to tell them, then I'd resent them for the rest of my life. I'd, I'd, you know, I wouldn't be happy and I wouldn't have a good relationship with them. Um, if I told them they're disappointed, I'm disappointed for a few weeks, few months, but eventually we'll both get over it and then we'll be able to have a good relationship. But if I don't do this, again, not only will I die on the inside, and I would have died if I hadn't done it, but, you know, our relationship would die. I would resent them. I'd be angry with them because I did something without them knowing I would have, you know, given up on my dreams. So at that point, as soon as I read those words from Stephen Pressfield, I knew, I knew that I had to quit because there was all the, the list of fears, all of that I was feeling, you know, the, the fear of poverty, the fear, fear of insolvency, the, the fear of going out on, into the abyss, into the unknown, the fear of groveling when you had to go back if, you, if it didn't work out, you know, the, all of those fears, everything that he's listed, he's so brilliant, everything that was listed, I knew exactly what I was staring at, you know, I knew exactly what fear I had, what fears I had. And as soon as I could name them, as soon as I had that capability of naming them, they, you know, dissipated for me. And this was on a Saturday. I remember it really clearly. Uh, Dan sent it to me. I read it. I cried. <laughs> and I knew. I knew that I had to do this. I had to quit. If I didn't... Um, it, the funny, funny thing is that at that point, as soon as I knew, there was no other option for me. There seriously was no other option. I sat there... Knowing that the road would be tough, I knew that it would be difficult. I knew that it would be, uh, you know, paved with uh, good intentions but hard, hard knocks. And I knew that that would be the case. But in my mind, in my heart, in my soul, in my, in my spirit, there was no other option. There was no other way I could have lived my life. There's no other 
no nothing else that I could have done at that point. The only option, the only road that stood in front of me was quitting my job and starting my own thing, starting my own business, working on my own online thing, working on my on my goals, you know, living my life purpose, which I believe is to motivate others with my with my words. And so I had no other option. And as soon as all the other options dropped off, there was no nothing else to do. And so I did. On Monday, I woke up. Uh, I was ready. I woke up. I you know got dressed. I um, I was ready to tell my boss that I was giving my two weeks notice. And it was March twenty second. And it's been it's been a journey. It's been absolutely amazing. And the reason I tell you this story. The reason I'm telling you my story of how I did it is because I want you to know that, first of all, you're not alone. If you're feeling fear of any kind, it's normal. Everyone feels this fear. And if someone tells you that they don't, then you need to step away from this individual because they're lying. (laughs) You don't want to be around liars. Every single person on this planet, whenever they start a new venture, no matter what it is, if it's close to their heart, if it means a lot to them, if it means a lot to their soul, if it's necessary for the evolution of their soul, as Stephen Pressfield says, then you are going to feel resistance. And the reason I knew that I had to do this, one of the main reasons after reading Stephen Pressfield's book was the fact that I knew I had to do this because I felt so much resistance to it. It was as if, if I didn't do this, then I, you know, I, I, would, I would fall apart. I, I felt... I felt like I was crumbling. There was so much resistance inside of me to this. I knew that it was absolutely necessary that I do it. And it's actually a quote from Stephen Pressfield's book. I'm sure you've read it. And if you haven't, it's just brilliant. It says, the more resistance you feel to something, the more it is necessary for your soul's evolution. And I'm sure I'm butchering it, but that's basically the essence of it. It means that the more resistance you feel to something, it means you need to do that. And that, that's the universe telling you. It's a sign that the universe is sending you, you know. Do this item because it's important for you to grow. And I'm going to keep on poking at you about it until you actually do it. That's basically where I was. The universe kept on poking at me. My intuition, my gut. I, every day I would go into work and my gut, my, my stomach would you know, tell me, my gut, my instinct, my intuition kept on telling me, Shekha, you're doing the wrong thing. You need to quit and you need to do your own thing. It was so clear, this voice inside of my head, that inside of my mind, my heart, that I just could not ignore it anymore. It was just piping up every single moment. I would have this mantra in my head. You need to quit and you need to start your own thing. You need to quit and you need to start your own thing. It wasn't like I was quitting to go sit at home and become you know, um, a couch potato. There was a very specific reason that the, my intuition was telling me that I had to quit. It wasn't because I had to go travel the world or become a bum or you know, go surfing or whatever it might be. Not that those things are not useful or anything, but for me, for my soul's evolution... Specifically, the reason I needed to quit was because I needed to do the things that are my calling. You know, spread my words, spread my messages, spread my, the, my inspiration, you know, spread all of the things that I'm interested in spreading and do it in my own way, the way I do it. Um, and be true to myself. So many different things that my intuition was telling me and I, I had to listen. I had to listen to it. Otherwise, uh, I, like I said, I would... If I hadn't listened, I literally would have been dying on the inside and I would have become a zombie, a soulless individual because eventually what happens with your intuition, if you don't listen to her or him over and over again, if you keep on ignoring it or you know, you keep on not listening to it and living a life that society dictates or your parents dictate or you know, your wife or husband dictate, you know, whatever it might be, if you keep on ignoring your soul, 
your intuition, eventually your intuition is going to stop talking to you. Because it doesn't, you know, it'll try as much as possible. Eventually, it'll give up. And at that point, you'll become basically, you know, a zombie. You're going to become those individuals who are just living day to day because, you know, there's nothing else that they can do. Uh, and I felt myself slowly hardening on the inside. And I knew I did not want to become that individual. I could not become that individual. I was too vibrant. I was too effervescent. I had too much to give. I could not let that happen to myself. I could not let that happen to myself. I had to follow my calling. I had to follow my intuition. And so I did what I needed to do. Even though there was so much fear involved in it. There was so much fear involved with it. Um, I just, I, I was so afraid. I, it was just, you know, I couldn't, I, I didn't know what else to do. And so I invite you, I invite you, if you are thinking, Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way. So you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. About something specific that you are really, really interested in doing. You know, something that you really, really want to do, but you're afraid of doing. Um, something that's, you know, that your intuition is poking at over and over and over and over again. Then, you know, listen to yourself. Go through that book, The War of Art by, by Stephen Pressfield. You know, figure out what you're afraid of. What is it exactly that you're afraid of? Is it something that, uh, that is something that you can fix? Something that you can work on? Is the thing with fear... The thing with fear is that as soon as you name it, as soon as you realize what exactly you're afraid of, it, it literally drops off. It, it really, really does. Um, and the most important thing I've realized in the past few months is that no one else matters. And that's not a selfish thing that I'm saying. I'm not being selfish when I say that. But truly, no one else's goals, no one else's stuff matters except for yourself for yourself so 
sure, my parents have goals for me. Sure, society has goals for me. You know, sure, my uh, my my friends have goals for me, etc. But none of that matters. None of that matters. Really, none of that matters. The only thing that matters is what I want to do in my life. If I'm unhappy because I'm following someone else's dictations, then then what is the point of being alive? What is the point of being alive if you're unhappy every single moment of your life? You know, you know you only have a few moments on this planet, right? You only have a few moments. You never know when your life is going to end. I might wake up tomorrow and walk up across the street and be hit by a bus. I mean, your life is precious and delicate. We are so delicate. There's so many things that could kill us. And that's not being morbid. It's just the reality of life. So... Truly, the only thing that matters is what you want to do with your life. Nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. Even if my parents, after listening to this, are upset about things, um, if they're upset about the fact that I didn't tell them right away, uh, if they're upset about the fact that I, you know, I'm living my life the way I want to live it, I'm not living a life that's successful according to them, it doesn't matter, right? I mean, does I love them to death, and they're really, really important to me. But what is more important to me than anything else is my happiness and me following my calling and if I didn't follow my calling I would literally have died on the inside and I'm sure I'm sure if they thought about it if they wouldn't want a daughter that's dead on the inside and if they do then you know then I'm I'm sorry but I don't I don't really want to be associated with people like that I don't really want to care about what they care about then because the people that I want around me are the people that care about me and care about my happiness and my calling. They want to support me in my growth. And this is absolutely necessary in my growth. So I did it. You know, I got up uh, on that Monday and I told my boss that I'm quitting my job to start my own thing. I didn't tell her that I'm quitting my job to go somewhere else. Uh, I didn't tell her that I was quitting my job to go travel. I didn't tell her I'm quitting my job uh, because they're not paying me enough. You know, I told her the truth. I told her that I'm quitting my job because I wanted to start my own business. I've been thinking about it for a while, and it's time. It's time for me to do it. Uh, if I don't do it right now, I will never do it, and it's the right time for me. And interestingly enough, that was the first time I had actually verbalized these these words. I had actually said them out loud. The first time I had said them out loud. I, I mean, I've been thinking about it for the last three months. You know, I, th- I, I thought about it. I, I'd never actually said these words out loud. I'd never said those words out loud that I'm going to start my own business. Those words had never been spoken out loud in my, in my consciousness. I, I, I'd had this inkling that, you know, I'm going to quit and I'm going I'm to do something. I, I'm going to do something that's important to me. But I never said, I'm going to start my own business out loud. And the minute I said those words, they felt so right. They felt like, wow, I've been waiting for this moment. I've been waiting, my soul, my spirit has been waiting for this moment when I go do this for so long. It felt so right. I, I don't know how to explain it. I, I wish I could, but it was just as if, an, it was like an instant awakening. It was um, like they call it Satori. I wouldn't say that I'm enlightened in any way, but instantaneously I felt this connection, this instant connection with my spirit, my soul, and I could feel her laughing and enjoy. And she was absolutely... She was, she was filled with joy. She was, she was so ecstatic. She was so excited for this journey because she knew finally that I would be living life that what I wanted to live it. You know, it was just amazing. And so I ran around the office. I'd become really, you know, I, was, I had a lot of friends. I, had, um, I was a, one of the social creatures there. So a lot of people knew me, and I wanted to say goodbye to every single one of them face-to-face. And it's interesting because 
every single person I went to, they were like, oh, oh my God, I can't believe it. Like, I've always wanted to do this myself as well, but, you know, you're so brave, etc. And whenever they'd say that, you know, you're so brave, I would think to myself, I don't feel brave. I just feel like this is right. I mean, I didn't feel like I was a courageous individual, but I knew that this is the only way for me to go. And when you only have one path that you can follow, you only see one path in front of you, you're not being brave, you're just following the path. So whenever people say to me, oh, you're so courageous or you're so brave, I wish I could do that. I would say, well, if you are on a certain path and you, you see that this is supposed to be your path, how can you not take it? How can you not take it? That is the way you're supposed to go. If you see, if you're walking on a street, if you're walking on a path and there are two forks and one of them goes towards something that you can see is exactly where you want to be and something uh, the other path goes towards something that you don't want to be. I mean, isn't it inevitable that you would take the path that goes where you want to be? For me, I was in that state. It wasn't about courage. It wasn't about bravery. It was about taking the path that I'm meant to be on. There was no doubt in my mind. And so I would just look at them and I'd be like, well, yeah, I guess. But I, I really, I couldn't explain it to them, obviously. It was hard. But in my mind, I was like, well, I'm, there's no other option for me. This is where I'm supposed to go. And the interesting thing is that I would, you know, keep on telling people over and over again. I told at least uh, 60, 70 people that day, you know, I'm starting my own business. I'm starting my own business. I kept on repeating that to myself. It was not, it was mostly not to even tell them that I'm doing it. It was actually more for myself to hear those words over and over and over and over again. I heard them so many times that day in my mind, you know, out in, 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 in the public, people telling me, oh my God, that's so amazing, you're starting your own business, you're awesome, you're gonna do great, etc." Just hearing those words being repeated over and over and over again, they just buoyed me up and I knew more and more, the more I heard those words, the more they felt right to me. They were what I wanted to do. It was exactly what I wanted to do. That's what I wanted to do, I was, I was, it was perfect. There was no other way for me to go and it reinforced the idea in my head so that uh, the doubt, even any niggle of doubt that I might, have, I might have had in my subconscious just disappeared, just dissipated. And instantaneously I knew, I knew, I knew that this was the path for me. And I knew that, you know, I was, tomorrow I would get up in the morning and I would start my own business. I knew it. I knew it in my mind and I was going to do it. And that's what I did. I, um, I, I took, I packed all my stuff. I went home that day around four and there was no regret in my mind. There was no regret. You know, I had no doubt. I did not, I did not feel like I would miss my job at all. And also, I, I didn't think, oh, you know what, I would, I'm going to go back there ever again. I never had that feeling. I also didn't think that I was going to go back to a 9 to 5 again. I knew I wouldn't go back to it. There's no way in hell I was going to go back to a 9 to 5. I was going to, I was going to start my online business, my business, and I knew I was going to make it a success. I was going to stick at it until it was a success. I was not going to leave. And I was sure that I was going to persist, persist, persist until I was able to make enough money for my business that I would be able to sustain my life, even, you know, live a life of freedom and abundance. I knew it. Uh, there was no doubt in my mind. There was no ifs, ands, and buts. I was going to do it, and it was going to happen, and I was going to stick at it as long as it took. Not going back to my 9 to 5. I was going to do this. And that's what I told myself every single day. So I woke up the next day, you know, and I, I, I wrote. I wrote a lot of stuff. I wrote, you know, what my vision was, what I wanted to do, um, and it wasn't, obviously, everyone, uh, everyone looks at things the way we, we portray it from the outside. And, you know, that's why overnight successes are something that are lauded by 
by the magazines because no one actually really sees what goes on, goes on the inside of an individual who's storing something new. And that's one of the reasons I really want to share these podcasts with you, you know, while I'm going through these emotions because I feel like a lot of you are going to go through these similar emotions and no one really talks about these emotions, the doubt, the fear, the anxiety, you know, the frustration, all of those things. They're part and parcel of being a new business owner or uh, starting any new venture, no matter what it might be. It's part and parcel of following your dreams and, you know, going against the grain when everyone else is telling you that you should be doing this specific item and you decide, no, I'm going to do something else. And when you decide that, all of the different forces you know, around you, like people, friends, family, they're all so against you and you're going to have to fight them. You're going to have to fight them to, to live your life the way you want to live it. And it's going to be hard and it's going to be difficult, but you're going to keep on going through it. And that's what I told myself. I told myself over and over again, the road will not be easy. It will be tough. It will be difficult. And there will be loads of roadblocks that are going to come your way. But are you going to deter? No. Because you know what you're supposed to do. This is it. This is it. There is no other path for you. There is no other path. This is what you're going to be doing. This is what you're going to do. And there is no other way to live your life. And if you don't do it, you're going to die trying. But you're going to keep on trying. You're going to keep on trying. And there is no doubt in my mind that, you know, there was no doubt in my mind that I was going to keep on going until I succeeded. And I knew that I would keep on trying even until my deathbed. If I didn't, and I mean, I wouldn't have to. I knew that I would be successful because I, um, I just knew because this was my calling. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. But I knew that I was going to keep at it until I was. And success in my mind, obviously, is defined in a different way. I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in future podcasts. But it didn't necessarily mean that, you know, I was thinking, oh, I'm going to make millions of dollars from my online business. That wasn't what success to me at that point was defined as, or now. For me, success is all this freedom. You know, the freedom to define your life the way you want to define it. And the freedom to live your life the way you want to live it. So, you know, getting up when you want to get, get up. You know, doing th things in your day that you want to do. Not dictated by some other person. Not dictated by your boss. Not dictated by your organization. Not dictated by some nameless CEO. But dictated by what you want to do. So getting up and doing your morning routine the way you want to execute it. You know, spending your day, spending your time, going for lunch with a friend, going to yoga during the day, doing the things that you want to do that makes you happy. And that is what my goal was with this online business is time freedom, location independence, and freedom in general to spend my time and days the way I want to do. I wanted to spend them, you know. That's, that was what my goal was from the beginning. From, from the very beginning when I first read my first um, book by Timothy Ferris, The 4-Hour Workweek. That has always been my goal. I, I think I read that book when I was 23, 24. And from that time, I've been thinking that this is what I want. I want time freedom, location independence. Time freedom, location independence. I want to live life on my own terms. And it, it took me a while to get here, but I am slowly but surely getting to that point where I can truly say that I live my life on my own terms. And it is just one of the best things to be able to say to yourself that I have to answer to no one. I can get up when I want and I can do what I want. And I can spend my days and my time the way I want to. And that feeling of freedom, that feeling of joy that comes from that is unsurmountable. It's one of the things that I, I wouldn't, I, if I could go back, if I could go back in time and I could go back to that moment, you know, where I decided I'm going to quit my job. 
I don't think there's anything I would change about it. I would not change a thing. Everything that was meant to happen happened as it did. And it's perfect. The universe is per perfect. I always say that the universe is perfect. The universe is perfect. You know, the universe knows what it's doing. And everything that's happening is happening perfectly. So I wouldn't change a thing. I would not change a thing. Everything is happening as it should. And the fact that I'm sitting here right now talking to you guys through these words, the fact that you are sitting on the other end of this podcast and listening to these words, hearing these words, permeating these words, and getting these words back into your soul, there's a reason for it. There's a reason you're hearing these words. And if these words speak to you in any shape or form, if they're calling to you to, to follow your own dreams, if they're telling you, you know, these words are going and, and poking at your, at your heart or your soul or your shoulder saying, you know, you need to do this as well. You need to go follow your dreams. Then you need to go do this. Because you know that poking, that, that learning, that thing's going to keep on coming at you until you do it. And I know that, you know, it's annoying at times and it's also scary. Oh my God, is it scary. You will not imagine <laughs> how much weight I lost in those few weeks when I decided I was going to quit my job. I could not eat. I could not sleep. I had a really, really hard time. I, I, I needed to do a lot of really power yoga to, you know, exhaust myself to get to sleep. I was, I was tired. I was, I was scared. I was, I was filled with fear. My heart was pounding all the time. Uh, my mouth was dry. I would drink a lot of water and I would still feel like it wasn't enough. I mean, it was like I was, I was falling apart. I was literally falling apart from the inside out because I wasn't following my dreams. And that's exactly how you're going to feel if you don't follow your dreams. And like I said, the reason you're sitting there listening to these words is because you need to hear these words, because you need to follow your calling. There's obviously something that's telling you. If you're stuck till the end of this recording, if you're hearing my words right now, it's been half an hour and you're still there listening. Why is that? Talk to yourself. Tell yourself, what is the reason I'm still listening to these words? Because you need to hear them. Because you are on your own path as well of following your dreams and you're not doing it. And that is the reason you are here listening to these words. So follow them. It won't be easy. I'm not telling you it's going to be easy. It will be extremely difficult. There will be a lot of disappointed people around you. There's going to be a lot of negative talk around you. It will be difficult. But all I can say is that you need to do it. I know, it's, I know it's like, you know, just, it's like, oh, you just do it. Well, you know, I know it's not the easiest thing on this planet. I know. And that's one of the reasons I actually created my Facebook group, The Millionaire Hippie, because I wanted a forum where people could come in and talk about their fears, their anxieties as a new business owner or as a new venturer. And everyone would be there to support them because you need that support group. So if you're interested, come join my group. Uh, message me anytime. My name is Boom Shekha. I look forward to talking to you if you do message me. I look forward to helping you in any shape or form I can. I look forward to inspiring you to live the life of your dreams. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye.